of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Somebody text me and let me know if you can hear me. Oh, blog talk, good. Well, praise God.
have no audio on Spreaker this month. Is that correct? Help me out, somebody. So I have no no audio on Spreaker? Yes, I have no audio on Spreaker. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. No audio on speaker. Let me see if I switch over here to what happened. I want to thank while I'm while I'm trying to switch over. Um, God is good all the time. Father God, thank you for success in Jesus' name. Speaker, you might have to dial back in. I don't know what's going to happen when I try this.
Shirley, Michael, Patty, Jessica, Esamara, Albert and Mary, Alisa, Arlie, Frank, Armando, Donna, Nicole, Megan, Jose, Brother Joe, and myself. I want to thank this prayer team right here. I didn't realize that, I shouldn't realize it, that um, it seems that they got my name on the, the witches got my name on the list. Okay? But yesterday, all of you prayed, and we prayed, and that God showed me once again that his fire consumed that list, and our prayers were affected in the airwaves. So I'm really, really thanking you. It took that 30 minutes because collectively, when we operated as a team, we covered the airways all the way up until Chandler came home this morning. Dad, I'm thankful. I know that prayer works. I absolutely positively know that prayer works. And I also know the Bible says that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I personally want to thank you. We effectively worked as a team yesterday, and we got the job done. We got the job done. And you got to know, yesterday, you overcame any fear you may have had of any witchcraft or any witches or anything like that. You overcame that yesterday. You didn't even know what you, I guess, no, yeah, Jessica uh, told you what we were fighting. But you stepped up to the plate. And you signed up. And we won. We won. Yay, I said we won. So, I think I'm going to have to do this at least once or twice a week. Was that 30 minutes hard for you? Somebody let me know in the speaker, yes or no. Was that 30 minutes difficult for you? Yes or no. No, thank you. Not hard at all. Thank you. So I'm looking for somebody that that would want to volunteer. I'm gonna make the final decision as um the prayer minister for this for this ministry. I need a prayer minister. I need somebody that knows that they've been called to pray. Now, how do you know if you've been called to pray? 
Well, here's one way. Is Joanne Butler the only one without sound on this uh, speaker this morning? Joanne Butler wants to know if she's the only one without sound on speaker. Why don't you, why don't you, so there's no sound on speaker at all. So I had a different type of problem with speaker now. All right, I, I'll get it together. I'll get it together. Just trust God. Then I'm going to ask you if you're on speaker, if you can go to... Um, I think I, I think I know who's causing this sabotage. I do. I was telling you. Um, let's see here. I'm not going to take it down again uh, and bring it back up because it, it's not it's not going to work. But we'll get it done. Um, let me see something. Um, yesterday, everything, everything kind of blew up here, and we wound up with no power at all. Um, so I labeled that message yesterday Addendum 1 to the blood cries out from George Floyd's death but God interrupted me and he wants me to share this message he gave it. He gave it to me. Remember, I just tried to share what he gives me because I know it's important. So you might have to get this on YouTube. Um, as I'm looking at Tedline.com, since I put that crazy thing up there, which I'm gonna have to get GoDaddy now to help me take it off. I did this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did this but I'm going on with this message Jose I'm going to take a I'm going to take a pause okay so that when I start this it'll be you'll be able to cut all that other stuff out alright I'm going to take a little pause
God, I thank you this morning. The Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit this. The Holy Spirit says that God, Erica, specializes 
in using ordinary men and women in extraordinary ways. I've been saying it, and I believe it, and I understand it to be the truth. Um, I believe it with all of my heart. I believe it. So I think maybe the sound just kicked in. Did it kick in? Can you hear me on speaker? Anyway, I'm going on. <clears throat> and he gave me First um, Samuel. I, I'm going to need you to post these uh, scriptures. Uh, somebody. He gave me First Samuel 16 and 7. But he emphasized something. He emphasized this. For the Lord does not see as man sees. But the Lord looks at the heart. He said that too many people are looking at their own um, natural, fleshly, physical attributes. And they're using that as a gauge for their service to God. And the Holy Spirit said that this isn't what the Lord is looking at. The Lord is looking at the condition of your heart. And he went on... He went on to share with me about people that God used in the Bible that had no ability of their own to accomplish his purposes. Now, the first person he gave me to look at was Gideon. He said Gideon was probably the last person anyone would have chosen to lead God's people into battle. But God saw Gideon as a mighty man of valor. That would be Judges chapter 6, verse 12. And he led me to understand that even though when the angel of the Lord came to Gideon, he was hiding. He was hiding from the enemy. And he was threshing wheat in a wine press for fear that they would steal his food. And then when the Lord gave Gideon an assignment, Gideon responded honestly to God. He said, oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. The Lord wants you to understand something. Gideon was right. He had no abilities in his own flesh and in himself that would enable him to lead the people into battle. But the Holy Spirit, God's own Holy Spirit, 
came upon Gideon. That's Judges 6, 34. And God's power was displayed through them and his men. Gideon was only required, brothers and sisters, to be obedient. And the result of his obedience was with 300 men, Gideon defeated an army of 120,000. What God is talking to me about is this mission, this assignment. And he wants me to assure each one of you, just like Gideon's assignment appeared to be impossible for Gideon, but it wasn't impossible for God. The whole purpose of God using Gideon, God building Gideon, God strengthening Gideon, God equipping Gideon, was so that the world that was watching Gideon would give all the glory to God. The whole world knew that only God could have given Gideon that type of victory. So the Holy Spirit knows I like to confirm things. So he said, now look in the book of Amos. Look at the prophet Amos. Amos' prophecy in the Bible begins with the words of Amos, who was among the sheep breeders of Tekoa. Amos was a nobody from an insignificant place. He cared for sheep. And he worked as a migrant laborer in fruit orchards. What in his background, brothers and sisters, qualified him to stand before the king and boldly pronounce God's word? Nothing. However, Hear me with your spirit this morning. Ask the Lord to spiritually reveal to you why he has you listening to this message this morning. There was nothing in the natural. Zero. That would appear to qualify angels to stand before the king and boldly pronounce God's word. Yet, Amos was greatly used of God. Put this in the chat room about five people for a special assignment. For a special assignment. By God's own Holy Spirit. Can somebody put that in the chat room? He was enabled by God's own Holy Spirit to do the work 
that God needed him and required him to do. And then I want you to look at Peter. Peter was just a fisherman, unpolished, rough, abrasive, and he spoke the tongue of a commoner. I bet Peter wondered, but you see, God himself, after his resurrection, specifically said, go tell my disciples and Peter. Peter came to sit down and eat that fish with Jesus. That Jesus had cooked the meal for them. And Peter received a threefold restoration. The same way he had denied the Lord three times. He received a threefold restoration. Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord. Be my sheep. Be my sheep. Be my lambs. He had denied Christ three times. After Jesus' resurrection, he came back, and Peter received a threefold restoration. Then, Peter could lead the disciples. Peter was able to preach the first gospel sermon at Pentecost. Peter was able to stand up courageously in the temple court and defy the religious elite. Peter could write words that would go down in scripture. The question, no, the answer. This is the answer. The Holy Spirit worked through an ordinary laborer named Peter. See, what all those men and women did for God in the Bible time, God did through them. Are you hearing me? What any man or woman did for God during Bible time, God did it through them. If Gideon Had been given a test or something, or if Gideon had been focused on his gift, spiritual gift, he probably would not have taken a job as a military general. Amos probably wouldn't have stood before the king, and Peter probably wouldn't have become an apostle. If David had been been waiting to be appointed by the higher ups in his church, he probably never would have become king of Israel. 
his jungle that waited and kept his mouth shut on the things of God, he probably never would have ruled in Egypt. Nehemiah, if he had followed the leading of men to come down from the wall, he would not have rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. And we all know Paul was a Christ killer, disciple of Christ killer. What the Holy Spirit is kind of motivating me. You have a sense in your spirit. You already have it. Of how God wants to use your life. God wants me to tell you this morning, don't just look at what you have to offer the world. I said, don't look at what you have to offer the world. God wants you. Hear me carefully. God, his desire, he wants you to allow him and his Holy Spirit to work through you, and he will touch the world in ways you could never touch it on your own. You see, God sent Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit right now is inviting you to a bigger task, to a larger task, to a more expanded task in the work, in the kingdom work here on earth. Post this for me, somebody. God said, please hear me. I hear my heart this morning. God said, his own Holy Spirit on the assignment. The Holy Spirit was sent here on the assignment by God. What you got to know that you 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 know. Thank you, God. What is your time? Why was the Holy Spirit sent to you? And what is the Holy Spirit doing in your life? You got to know how you get in sync and how you get in step with God's own Holy Spirit assignment on your life so that you can enjoy the abundant life that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has promised you. Because the Holy Spirit was sent to you to reveal the will of the Father. 
And you have to allow the Holy Spirit to accomplish God's assignment that he was sent into your life to accomplish. I hope hope you're getting this this morning. Because it took a whole lot just to get this stuff equipment up. For you to be able to receive this message. He interrupted the addendum number two to the blood cries out. Does God, I'm going to do that, addendum number two and number three, whatever. But right now, God does not want me to be so caught up in that that I fail for you to see the purpose of his assignment in your life, in my life. Because his own Holy Spirit is revealing the will of the Father for you. George Floyd is dead. He died a martyr. You're alive. Living as a disciple of Christ. And God wants you to allow him to accomplish the assignment. He sent his Holy Spirit to indwell you that his assignment can be filled through your life because the Holy Spirit's assignment well, is to enable you. The Holy Spirit's assignment is to equip you and and he told me to tell you something. The enabling power of his Holy Spirit follows your assignment. It never precedes it. Did you hear me this morning? The enabling power of God's own Holy Spirit follows the assignment. It never precedes it. So therefore, if we aren't willing to obey the Lord and do his will, there's no need for him to give you any more. His divine nature. His divine nature. His enabling power always follows his assignment. When our lives are yielded to his own Holy Spirit, his divine nature, his divine assignment is restricted in your life. It must and it will express itself through your life. You see, for surety, God is going to work through us. Now get this, 
God is going to work through us to leave his mark on those around us. Not only has God given you and I a new life, but he also has extended an invitation to you and I to be involved in his work to redeem this whole world. The Holy Spirit, God's own Holy Spirit, in you, is working to bring your life in agreement with God's activity so that God can accomplish his work through his assignment that he sent his own Holy Spirit in you. The question, you got to approach it this way. Do you understand your assignment? Have you understood his assignment in your life to bring you in the middle of his activity? I said, God desires to bring you in the middle of, 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 of his activity. I used to say, thank God for elevation. Thank God for growth. Thank God for spiritual maturity. Because I used to say, God wants to use you in the ushering in of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. But the Holy Spirit is telling me now, Ah, Erica, God's ready to bring you into the middle of his activity. Tell the people, they have the ability. I gave them the assignment and I sent my own Holy Spirit to enable the assignment, to empower the assignment. That the assignment shall come to pass. I said, okay. I said, See, remember, I'm thinking about myself here. He said, step up. Step out. Step over. But make that step. In other words, don't stand back and watch others struggle when you know you have the ability. You know you have the ability to take their hand. I said, um, okay. Could you give me a, a lesson? <laughs> he said, remember that night? And he talked to me like that because I read the Bible all the time. 
He said, remember that night when Jesus said, meet me on the other side to his disciples? I said, yeah. He said, then his disciples got in the boat? I said, yeah. And then the storm arose? I said, yeah. And fear entered into all the disciples? I said, yeah. And they said, it's his spirit. And then Jesus kept coming toward them. I said, yeah. He said, but Peter said, if it is you, Lord, bid me come. And Jesus said, come. And Peter stepped out of the boat into the water. He said, the water was smooth backer. He said, the water was rough. The water was frightened. He said, but Peter wasn't looking at the water. He wasn't even looking at the storm. He was looking at me. And he stepped out the boat. And the water became solid under his feet. Not not all the water, Erica, under his feet. I said, yeah. He said, and then he said, the airway spirit kicked up and Peter got distracted. And when he got distracted, he looked away from him at his surroundings. I said, yeah. He said, then he began to think. I said, yeah. He said, but nobody ever asked how I got from where I was to where I need to be, right there, over here. I said, I never thought about it, but you thought you could do anything you wanted. He says, I can do what my father tells me to do. I said, yeah. He said, remember, my word said, I came to seek and save them that were lost. Peter was about to be lost. He said, and I reached down, and he said, Lord, save me. He said, Lord, save me. And I took his hand, and I pulled him back up. But, 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 I only pulled him back up on the solid where I had made the liquid be able to sustain the weight of a, of a human body. I said, wow. He said, and then we walked back to the ship. And when we got to the ship, it was already on the other side where it needed to be. He said, because Peter and those guys assigned had already been assigned. And they were living it out. He said, I'm still doing that today. He said, I haven't changed. He said, but people have changed their hearts toward me. I said, how, how, please jump. He said, I don't believe you. He said, they just don't trust me. 
said, that's what I give you, I had given you yesterday too. I said, yeah. You said trust. That's what you said yesterday. Trust you. And then today, you're telling me why we need to trust people. But you're telling us why we need to trust your Holy Spirit in us. You said that's right. He said, absolutely. He said, I want you to share it today. So I knew some kind of way this thing had to work today. That's why I went on with the message. You see, God is telling me to tell you this. Look back. Look back to the moment when he captured your heart. Look back to the moment he captured your heart with whatever the vision was, whatever the dream was, whatever he first told you when he saved you. And then you're going to see what has been required by the work of his Holy Spirit in order to accomplish his task in you. You see, God's Holy Spirit assignment is to enable you and empower you. And God let me know that he um, is entirely given over to his Holy Spirit in the assignment that he sent his Holy Spirit to fulfill to you. He said he granted his immediate approval. He said we have more power than we're using. We have more power than we know. But it is poured out as you walk in the center of God's will. He said if you stop and think back, look at the spiritual marker that has led you to where you are right now. You can look back to those moments when you knew God was working and you chose to use your life. Everything that God has done in your life, everything that God will do in your life will lead to the next level in your assignment. He said, he wants to bring grace, he wants to bring clarity towards what he wants to do in your life in the days to come to fulfill the assignment 
that he sent his Holy Spirit enable you to do, enabling and filling you with what you need to fulfill his assignment on earth as it is. You already know, God said, to answer this question. You already know. But he told me to tell you. Some of you haven't told him yet. Some of you think you just wait. You have to come into agreement. Not with your assignment. With his assignment. Not looking first at yourself or your ability or even your desire to determine whether you obey or not. He is Lord. You have to come into agreement with God's assignment. You have to come into agreement with God's assignment on your life. So he wants you to look back when you saw, when you experienced God's Holy Spirit at work bringing into manifestation the assignment that God has given you. He said, we must have a heart of trust. We must have a heart of obedience. You see, the Holy Spirit said, and made me understand that his mercy, his mercy withholds the revelation of his will to his assignment for our life until we're ready to obey it. Because every time we choose not to obey his clear direction, there comes hardness, rebellion in our heart. But when our heart is prepared to obey God's assignment. His own Holy Spirit, living in us, has absolute freedom to lead us into that perfect will of God. Are you ready? For God to reveal his assignment in your life to you. Are you ready for God to reveal any assignment on your life to you? Are you ready to say, yes, God, without knowing what you're at? That might be the key. That just might be the key for you. Because at that point, 
the Holy Spirit knows that your heart, not your mind, that your heart is convinced that he is God, that he is Lord, and that you're ready, that you're ready to fulfill his assignment. Here's the assignment. The thing you were born for and the thing you were born again for. It's awesome. Don't answer to a brother. Don't answer to a Let you and God get together on this one. You and God. God said your assignment was in place when you hung the stars in the sky. So then I ask one question. I said, so faith and silence, huh? He said, yeah. And he's been working every since to stop your assignment. I said, thank you, God. I'm going to share this. I said, but you can, you can rest assured on one thing. I said, I will complete my assignment. I will complete my assignment. I don't care what happens. He said, I know that. And I want you to share. I said, okay, I'll do that. I'll share it with you the message. And God even fixed it so you can receive it. Listen to this again before you give God your response. Because, you know, you have to filter this through my, through my, through my mouth, through my soul. Probably flubbed it up. But listen to the Holy Spirit. Your assignment on this earth is waiting to be fulfilled. Thank you, God. Thank you, this one. Yes, thank you.
Shepherd coming from under an open heaven here in Dalton, Georgia. Jesus Believers Church, I'm going to fulfilling my assignment in Jesus' name. 